Hello. Showtime. Oh, come here. Thing. Tablet. There we go. <sighs> coffee, 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 coffee. Anybody else get really excited for coffee? Like, really excited for coffee? You know, in the however long I've been doing this show, I have never lied to you. Good morning, everybody. Welcome. Today is Wednesday, July 29th. My name is Jeremy, and this is my first cup of coffee. It's always been my first cup of coffee. I have never said it was when it wasn't. Trust me, there have been days I wanted it to be. There have been, there have been a few days where I've had to get up really early and, you know, and wait for coffee to do first cup. That's what I think of you all. I'm honest all the time. It's still dripping, so I can't drink it yet. Probably another minute. Well, I hope you had a great Tuesday. I had a pretty good Tuesday. Started on a, a promo video for the fight conditioning program. I have a lot of, good morning, Stacy. I have a lot of respect for people who do video editing professionally because man, does it take a long time to get anything done. I thought I had, Frank says, if I was any better, I'd have to check to see if the deck was stacked in my favor. I like that. I spent, where did I spend? Probably an hour and a half, two hours on this video yesterday. And I've got very little. It, it, it takes so long to do video. But it's got to get done, so it'll get done, and I'll chip away on it. And worst case, I don't have anything scheduled on Friday, knock on wood. Uh, and, and if that's what I've got to do, then that's what I'll spend Friday doing. I'll finish that video. So, all right. There we go with the coffee. Mm. <sighs> what else happened yesterday? Had a really fun podcast interview. Talked with this guy, and... He's doing something really cool. I'm not going to ruin it. It'll be out in a few weeks. And I had, a, oh, I had a lot of fun with him. You know, sometimes you meet somebody and you just hit the ground running and, and it doesn't seem like you just met. And that's what this was. And this has happened a few times on the show. But we just, we were automatically on the same page. Um, kind of energetically. It just... It was a great conversation. We got into some good stuff. I felt like I was in a good place as an interviewer. I was doing a good job. I didn't have to fight for where to take take the conversation next. It just it all just went well. Felt really good about it. So that was cool. What else happened? It worked out. Did a bunch of other work. My sister and brother-in-law came over for dinner. That was great. Yeah, it was just a good day. It was the type of day that if every day was like that, it'd be pretty cool. Hopefully today is as good. I'm gonna do what I can to make it as good. 
What do I have to do today? Um, got some client stuff. Gotta do the books. I think I've got... Yeah, I think I've got some time to get to the gym and I think I have some time to work on that video. We'll see. We'll see. Not sure. But we'll try. Oh. I didn't sleep well. Uh, went to bed late, so as my sister and brother-in-law were leaving, they misjudged where the driveway was. And I have this one spot that if you don't do it right, you end up in a ditch. And they ended up in the ditch. And we tried to push it out, and it was just, it wasn't happening. The car had no traction. So we had to call AAA, and they got towed out. The car's, car's fine, just a little banged up. I felt really bad. But because of that, you know, there was time. And hanging out with them, when I'm sure all of us wanted to be in bed. going to bed late and everything I just I just didn't sleep as well as I could have as I want as I wanted to and I almost took a picture of it it was almost the uh, the image for the show today there's this really crazy gr shiny green grasshopper looking thing on the screen on the patio door but through the screen not, it wasn't going to come through well. Let's see what you all wrote in. Let's see what's going on. What'd you say? What'd you ask? I got stuff from Frank. I got stuff from Stacy. Cool. Wow. Stacy getting her submissions in under the wire. Just a little bit before the show. It's all right. It still counts. I appreciate it. Appreciate all of you. All right. Um, we'll start with this question from Frank. Have you ever taken the Myers-Briggs type indicator? If so, what is your personality? I have. I don't remember. It's been a while. But something really interesting. Every personality test I've ever taken, I've been very much in the middle. And this goes as far back uh, when I was young and my mother had me IQ tested. The facilitator, who I'm Facebook friends with now, which is interesting, uh, known her for a very long time, she told my mother that I was the most, so at, at the time, right, I'm 41, uh, at the time, we made a big deal about being left right brained. I don't hear people making a big deal about that anymore, but back then, this is the early 80s, uh, she said I was the most even between left-right brain that she'd ever seen. When I take personality tests now for, you know, executive function, I am in the middle. I'm always in the middle. I am very balanced. And what that allows me to do is kind of flex and work in whatever way I am most needed. But here's what I've come to understand over the last year. Because I can perform all of those roles and because I can do them all well, I want to do them all and I can't. 
in each case, I have to pick one, you know, whatever I'm doing. And this is why, in a lot of cases, I do much better work for my clients than I do for my own stuff. Because I have parameters. I know how to operate. I know what the goals are. I have a budget, right? I've got all these, all these constraints to work from. And sometimes it's people say constraints aren't good, but I need those boundaries. Otherwise, there's just too many options. I, I thought about, because I saw this, these, these questions come in last night, I thought about taking a Myers-Briggs last night, but it wasn't in the cards with, uh, with Kelsey and Chad being over. I have no doubt, though, that if I were to take it again, Some people say CEO stands for Chief Everything Officer. Yeah, that, that's pretty pretty solid. And uh, Stacy's apologizing in here, struggling to get up and go this week. Don't apologize. Nothing to apologize to me for anyway. Uh, I, I, I hope that gets easier for you. I bet if I took Myers-Briggs now and I took it again in a month, it would come out different. I really do. Uh, that's, that's how close I am on some of these things. What's next? When you go to work, if your name is on the building, you're rich. If your name is on your desk, you're middle class. And if your name is on your shirt, you're poor. Rich Hall. Hmm. I haven't seen that before. I... I think that probably holds pretty well. One of the interesting things, though, is... What's, what's the line? Uh, dress for the job you want, not the one you have. You can carry an attitude forward. You can, you can be the guy or gal with the, with the name on the shirt and act like you own the building. Not in an arrogant way, not in an inappropriate way, but you can carry that air about you. You can respect yourself and others in that way. And that helps you move up. It's, it's quite real. Um, if, you, if you go back and you check out classics like How to Win Friends and Influence People, these are some of the types of things that are discussed in these books. It's dressing for the job you want, that kind of thing. My grandfather once told me that there were two kinds of people, those who do the work and those who take the credit. He told me to try to be in the first group. There was much less competition. Indira Gandhi. I think we're getting better about this in a professional setting. We went through this phase, and we'll always have people like this, but we went through this phase 20, 30 years where, maybe it was more, anyway, where managers and supervisors felt threatened by people who did great work. Instead of, instead of 
saying, I did my job and thus ended up with these wonderful people who wanted to be here and do their job and work hard and produce great results, they would stifle and take credit and do everything they could to inadvertently drive the best employees out. I experienced this. I watched this. It's really a strange phenomenon. I've read a number of accounts of high-level CEOs who build these, these cultures in their organizations where they don't, not only do they not micromanage, they, they only go to the office two days a week. They feel really strongly that, it, that their job is to put the right people in place and let them do their job. And they're there to help with big picture and to support. And when it comes to the team that we have, that's kind of how I look at it. I don't, I don't micromanage. The, the social media stuff that comes out, I don't see that before it comes out. I don't need to. Once in a while does something slip through that I didn't like? Yeah, so what? I edit it or delete it as need be and have a conversation with Andrea and say, hey, this is why I didn't like this one. She says, okay, I know for next time, right? You can't expect people to be perfect. And if you're, if you're willing to help guide them, if you're willing to let them make some mistakes, they're gonna learn a lot better and it's gonna save you a lot of time. And this happens within martial arts schools. You ever watch someone teach a form and nitpick the heck out of it to the point where the, the person learning the form is just exasperated and has no desire to work on forms. I would suspect that there are a lot of people out there who dislike forms and this is why. Because the people teaching them insist on them getting every single freaking detail right the first time. People correcting forms when they haven't even learned the basic pattern. It's silly. It's wasteful. Dumb. Forms come in layers. You, you continually revise. And that's how good employees are. They're continually revising. They're continually taking their skill set. They're getting better. They're improving. But if on day one of hiring them, you're tearing them apart, <clears throat> excuse me, tearing them apart, showing them all the things that they're screwing up on, they're not going to show up for day two. Hmm. A clear conscience is usually the sign of a bad memory, Stephen Wright. I don't know that I agree with that. There are things that I've messed up on. There are some things that I'm regretful for. But I've worked hard to let go of them, to learn from them, not repeat them. Do I have a clear conscience? Are there things that I've done in the last few days that are keeping me up at night? No. We're all going to make mistakes. Some of them are going to be big. 
you can't change them. Why dwell on them? Learn from them. Move forward. Make sure you don't forget the lessons. Next two are from Stacy. My body is the sword, but my mind is the blade. Hmm. There's a few ways I think we could interpret that one. The mind is what makes things effective. You can, the blade is what makes the sword effective. Anybody want to go into battle with a dull sword or a sword, even worse, a sword with no edge? I don't. It's an interesting quote. I'm, I'm still wrapping my mind around it. Hold on. I'm going to take, use my delay tactic. Drink some coffee. Um... It's all about the mind. Right? The sword carries the, the edge, the blade, through the target. The body carries the mind around. It is what gives you... It's what makes things effective. Otherwise, you're a, a robot. You need that ability to process, to think. It's important. It's powerful. It's relevant. You can sharpen it. It can become dull. Hmm. There's a lot of similarities there. Uh, I'm, I'm starting to I'm starting to get it. I'm starting to get it. What things are you doing to increase the sharpness of your mind, the edge of your mind? For me it's a it's a lot of podcasts and audiobooks and conversations with people and reading things that are going on and being open-minded enough to say my initial reaction to this is to be dismissive of it why why do people feel strongly about this thing or this person or this concept that I disagree with because the better you can understand other points of view the more clarity you can have on, on your own. Just because you understand something doesn't mean you agree with it. I understand why um, Oh, here's one. I under... No. <laughs> why am I struggling for an analogy? I understand why people stop training martial arts. But it doesn't mean I agree with it. It doesn't mean that's the right choice for me. But I get it. And by understanding it better, I can help school owners avoid it. It can help create tools and marketing and products that help retain martial arts students or get people more interested in training. 
They're grading my road. They started at like 5 a.m. For those of you that don't live where there are dirt roads, grading is when they come with a big bladed truck thing. It's like a plow. They plow the road. That's the best way to express it. They're, pl they're, they're plowing my road with dirt. They're dirt plowing. Not this. This is what woke, woke. This is what woke me up this morning. I was not thrilled. It does not matter how slowly you go as long as you do not stop. Confucius. Imagine you're working to get better at something. Imagine it's martial arts. Imagine that every time you go to class, you aim to get 1% better. How much better are you at the end of a year? If you know anything about compound interest, you know you get a heck of a lot better. In fact, if you've been training a while, 1% each time would be a dream. 1% per week might be the goal. As you get older, as you've got more experience, you might be happy with 1% per year. As you get older still, maintaining, slowing the degradation of physical skills becomes a goal. Oftentimes people get frustrated at the rate of progress. I'm only getting 1% better. You're getting 1% better. Why are you frustrated? Do you, did you think you were going to go 100% better? I think it was yesterday, maybe the day before, I talked about um, our podcast download numbers and how it's only been in the last couple months I realized that we've been doing better. Now, I took a look yesterday at the numbers and I was able to go back to, I think it's April of 2017. Even though the show's been going longer, the statistics are only available through then. I took a look, and you can see a very slow, steady increase. Not every month, because some months were better than others, but you can see a trend. And sometimes those trends are only visible in hindsight. The slow, steady wins the race is only, it's only obvious that the race is, it, it, the only, <laughs> It's only obvious that that was an effective strategy once you've won the race, once you're looking back, once, you're, once you've got a bird's eye view. You've got to trust the process. If we applied that same patience that we do, those of us who stay in martial arts a while, if we applied that patience to other things, we'd be doing fine. So many people jump ship. give up, they quit. They look for the, the fast way. If you got 1% better per month at something, you would, if I'm doing my math right, you're becoming twice as good every six and a half, seven years, seven and a half years, somewhere in there. It's pretty darn good. 
work on something for 40 years, a career, martial arts, you're going to get really, really good. Got the itch to be a white belt again. Man, can COVID go away? I want to punch people in a, in a friendly way. They're not going to want to hurt them, but I want to punch people. <laughs> All right. Good stuff. Good questions, good comments. Thanks again to Frank and Stacy for your comments. If somebody else out there wants to write something in, please do. The more variety we have, the better the show goes. This show, we do it every weekday, 6.30 a.m. Eastern here on YouTube. Catch it later as a podcast, audio form, or you can check out Martial Arts Radio or any of the other things that we're doing. Now, if you want to support those things that we're doing, go to whistlekick.com, use the code FIRSTCUP15, say 15% off anything we've got going over there, or Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash whistlekick. For those of you in the $25 a month plus tier, I put the fight conditioning program up there for you. You get version one for free. You get a $50 program for supporting us at $25 a month. That's what I'm going to do. I'll keep providing value where I can because I value all of you. So thanks for watching. Thanks for writing in. Thanks to those of you joining live. I hope you have a great day and I'll see you back here tomorrow. Take care, everyone. Peace.